Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Oh, hello, chickens. Uh, How did we feel about the stolen earth, the journey's end? I would love to hear from you. Uh, You can, of course, send me a message or just write a comment or anything you like at patreon.com forward slash Adam Richard, at Adam Richard at Twitter and uh, (laughs) Instagram. I'm just trying to think what my handles are. Uh, Fabulous Adam Richard at Facebook. Um, Also, theory at adamrichard.com.au if you really need to unload. You can always slide into my DMs as well. They're all open. Um, you might get an automatic reply on some of them because uh, I don't know if it's some people reason people feel like I'm going to fall for some weird scam where they give me $5,000 a day to do advertising on my Facebook page. And I, given how many people write in barely comprehensible English from strange uh, Gmail accounts, I don't think they're real. Uh, also, I have an agent for that stuff. Uh, so... <laughs> Um, I, I enjoyed it again. Like I remember the first time I saw these two episodes, this big, massive finale of season four, uh, with David Tennant and, uh, Catherine Tate. Um, I was excited. Oh, by the way, can I apologize to Freema Adjaman, who I have left out of all of my lists of the people whose names are in the opening credits because... Um, I, I'm racist, maybe, or uh, I think mainly because her storyline was kind of cauterized from everyone else's. Like, everyone was kind of hanging out on the ship together, and she was off doing a retread of her wandering around the earth for a whole year, um, which was the end of season three, uh, her season in the show, which which was kind of weird for Martha to be doing because she was like, you know, it almost looked like she had the same outfit on. I'm um, just going to wander around the world for a whole year with a backpack on um, and then get everyone to phone the doctor. Uh, and getting everyone to phone the doctor also was a thing in this, ep- this these two episodes, which I was like, oh, I feel like, I feel like this is not only let's get 
all of the other Doctor Who spin-offs and fold them all into one episode. But let's also retread a whole bunch of storylines. <laughs> like, oh, let's get Rose uh, crossing the dimensions, uh, which was the end of season two. That was the big finale there. There were there was a big Dalek battle there with Cybermen. There was a big Dalek battle at the end of season one uh, where the Doctor regenerated. Also, he regenerates but then doesn't um, in this one. That's oh, that's something I've kind of wanted to talk about. I, it, I feel like I breeze over these things when I'm doing the recaps, even though I go off into Tangent World and down little cul-de-sacs. Um, I did not love the resolution to the regeneration. I thought at the time, and I wasn't alone, this was a big theory on the internet, I thought at the time that the Doctor was going to actually regenerate. That all the set photos we'd seen of David Tennant and David Morrissey in the next story, which is called The Next Doctor, um, I thought David Tennant had just turned up to the set as a kind of a furphy. And in reality, the reason it was called The Next Doctor is because we were getting a new Doctor and he was going to regenerate in the next episode into David Morrissey. Like, it was a it was a very fraught week, I remember, in between these two episodes. I'm like, what? Oh, one of them is going to die. It's the Doctor. The Doctor's going to die and he's going to become David Morrissey. This is great. I love David Morrissey. Great actor. Um, and he does an amazing job in The Next Doctor, but he is not the actual Doctor. Um, which, so yeah, when he just siphoned it off into his hand i was like oh i don't like a fake out regeneration i was especially furious with the uh peter capaldi fake out regeneration uh in season 10 um which if you'd been watching whovians you may have seen my fury writ large uh <laughs> i really like those three episodes in the middle with the weird pyramid and the Scabby face people, uh, the weird mummy people, and the that other weird fake out where they would like they woke up and it was all a dream episode. Um, I did not love those three. Uh, so yeah, but I think mainly it was the fake out regeneration. It's like I, I know it was kind of like a last minute thing developed in the sixties to try and explain why they were replacing the actor with someone who looked completely different and had an other personality and. It's meant the show can keep going uh, beyond losing a lead actor, but it's. I feel like it's something you don't use lightly. It's not something you go, oh, yeah, we'll just, like, don't talk about it all the time. <laughs> like, when I was a kid, my sister, if I was watching Doctor Who, she's like, does he change in this one? I'm like, no, Michelle. <laughs> She just wanted to see the ones where he changed. <laughs> she just wanted regenerations. <laughs> Which, uh, yeah. And I know we were, like, you know, last time I was doing this podcast, we were in the middle of watching all the regenerations um, until we got sidetracked by the, you know, Christmas special and then my birthday one. Um, and now all these other ones. Uh, but should we go back to watching all the regenerations? I feel like maybe we should. Um, or just watching the fake out regenerations. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, that was something that really I did not enjoy. But overall, it was great. It was great seeing all, like it's, all these characters together. It's, it's just, it's difficult for all of them to have something to do. I mean, I know that's been a kind of a complaint from some people about the Jodie Whittaker era is that there's so many companions that, and then you get guest artists in who have other storylines. Uh, so it's kind of hard for everyone to have their own 
you know, story going on or their own kind of bit of the plot. And this was like, this was huge. You know, we had, uh, we, <laughs> we had uh, the old prime minister, Pen- Penelope Wilson's character. Uh, we had, we had Jackie, we had Mickey, we had Gwen and Ianto who, you know, barely got a look in in that second episode. I mean, they barely got a look in in the first one. They didn't even get to leave the Torchwood Hub. That's another thing that I think Russell T Davis has been amazing at with this is that obviously he's been told, okay, we can have these guys for two days, those guys for another day. And I get the impression Billy Piper did not have many days that she had been contracted to do. Um, which is why she, there's only bits and pieces of her throughout the series. And even in this, like there's one shot of her when there's all of them in the TARDIS and she's got her back to the camera. I'm like, whoever's wearing Billy Piper's clothes is at least a good six inches taller than her. <laughs> whoever's got the, the rose wig on. Because, um, yeah, like the, if you if you really break it down, the scenes she is in, the number of scenes she's in are very minimal. Um, so yeah, I was, uh, like looking at it again, you kind of, you kind of notice how they maximize everyone's time. So everyone kind of gets at least one line uh, here and there. Um, but there's no, you know, there's no big long scenes. Like all the biggest scenes, I guess, are between, uh, David Tennant and Catherine Tate because, you know, they'd, they'd already been contracted to do the whole series. Donna's ending is heartbreaking. It is just, it's, I feel like it's it's almost cruel. Like, the way Wilf reacts is just, is honestly how we feel at home. The way her granddad is like, oh, no, she was so much better when she was with you, you know. She was this vacuous tamp who just didn't care about anything and you've made her, you know, more than she is uh, by taking her and opening her eyes to these things and making her look at the world. And also Donna made the doctor more compassionate, like that moment in the fires of Pompeii where she said to the doctor, you've got to save someone, just anyone. Uh, And he ends up saving that family. So yeah, her basically losing all her memories of the Doctor and all of her time travelling is heartbreaking. Like, almost as bad as, you know, Jamie and Zoe at the end of the War Games having their memories wiped. At least they, like, they were allowed to remember their their one experience with the Doctor. The, you know, when he met them in their timeline before they got on board the TARDIS. Uh, at least they'd kept that. And, but... You know, Donna Donna doesn't even get to keep that. She doesn't even get to keep her moment of being sucked up into the TARDIS in her wedding dress. Like, it's... Oh, it is an ugly ending for her. I love it, though. I love how heartbreaking it is. All right. Uh, the next episode, uh, Peter has another recap for us. We are going to experience his joy and disdain and probably some foul mouth language about time and the Rani. Uh, So join us in the next episode for another wacky text along. (laughs) 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.